This is Takashi Murakami. You are listening to Mega Race Show. We are back again in Studio Noah, moving with a purpose. This afternoon is hot, because mama, we made it to episode eight. Oh, brought to you by Mega Late and Steve. Straight mixing it up on various levels with our in-house guests. Not one, but two. <laughs> DJs, baby, on them ones and twos. AJ and Nayo for hey. show. <laughs> What's good? What's good? Is that what we should call you guys, or do you guys have like different superhero names, like more super than your names? Yo, my name is I'm still touching my dad. <laughs> I'm still trying to get it. I'm gonna let it come natural though. All right, but all right. AJ. Oh, I thought the name. I thought the name was Chotomate. I was like, that's pretty. No, dope. no, no. Hey, nah, that's pretty dope. I like that. Nayo, that's short for. Oh uh, yeah, my full name is Nayo Kinzer Robin Oliver, but that's kind of like a paragraph. So Nayo's fine. How many syllables is that? Uh, <laughs> hold on. It's almost Nayo as many Kinza. as tattoos he has <laughs> on his arm. Oliva. Almost like yeah, almost like eight or nine or ten. Yeah. We're gonna stick with Nayo, and we also have Kayo in the house as well. She's out there. She's out here. AJ brought Kayo, so there's a Kayo and a Nayo here. It's pretty dope. Yeah, so today we um, we actually didn't plan this out too much. We weren't sure exactly who our guests were going to be. Originally, it was it was two guys, and then we have half of that team here yeah. today, and then we also have AJ coming through. Um, I think for today, for the topic of the show, we're going to talk a little bit about art, um, music as art, especially uh, mainstream music, and how that sits as art for uh, for us. Uh, we're also going to do our weather report, where we each pick a track and we play some music that we like. Is there, can we turn off the AC? Is that what's going on? Yeah, um, also we're drinking and it's like three o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Go to oh, the weather cool today. But every it day is, is a golden week. day. Yeah, That's today's true. kids day, bro. It's like, um, anyways, it's a little boys day. It's also Cinco ah, de Mayo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little boys day. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo as well. Shout out to Jared Fogel. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no! We don't give him shout outs. Wait, who, who's that? <laughs> the subway strangler. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, nah, oh, take man. that, take oh. that shout, shout out, out back, bro. Shout out to Penn State. Oh Lord. Okay, we can shout, shout out, out Penn to uh, Penn Michael Jackson. Now, what, what was the British guy who got caught up? What was his name? Uh, oh, oh, Mr. Bean. Too. No, no, nah, he's cool. The he's other cool. one, let's he's not been, do that. Fake news, fake news, fake news. Though. Fake news. Yeah. Uh, nah, like fuck Jeremy, all them pedophiles. Like Jeremy Specter or something. Yeah. yeah, something Specter. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Phil Specter oh. killed somebody too, though. Yeah. Never forget. Also, we don't have Dollinger today, so um, there was technical difficulties because. Bro, we're riding our, without our Dilla, man. Our fourth slash fifth we don't got member or Dilla today. is yeah. not here, so <laughs> sorry, we're a little late. Yeah, those. No, actually, we were supposed to start at 3, so we're only like 10 minutes late. It was mostly just trying to figure out how to get that last mic uh, set up through the mixer there. But Yeah, good. and those were all jokes. Today's sponsors are not uh, different pedophiles from different countries and areas. Actually not. Today's pedophile. <laughs> today's pedophile. <laughs> today's sponsors are uh, uh, Andy Warhol. Uh, uh, Ninth Wonder. Takashi Murakami. Takashi Murakami. Murakami for that plug. Hold on, Steve, say that plug. again. Takashi Murakami. 
Murakami Pong. I keep, I keep hitting the wrong drop button. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was three. I think the one with him was three. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, <laughs> it was yeah. 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 Shout out to that cactus hey, on your shirt. Sabotin all day. Them cactus. Some some DJ, DJ Sabotin? <laughs> he only speaks Japanese now. Nah, nah. I, I asked him how his Japanese is, and he just. Japanese hey, yo, everyone listen. Daijum, nani mo shinai kara. Nah, it's chill. What's good though? What's good? Yo, I'm glad to be here though. Like, yeah, we're happy to have you, man. Here, man. Now, now, uh, before we get started, both of you guys spin hip hop music as well, or is it primarily other genres? Uh, other genres for sure. You know, it's, it's definitely other genres. I mean, it's music, music, just the no music, music. You know. I mean, we we branded ourselves as a hip hop podcast, and that's what we're focused on. But we're also very eclectic and listen to you know all other genres of music. I kind of hate on pop music a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know like, what I mean? When Alex yeah. and I started off for good reasons, for good reasons. Yeah. To each his own. Like when Alex and I started DJing as Wood Off Dance Party, Alex is the person who's not here today. Um, we intended to start DJing indie music. That was our first mm. thing. It was like indie music, and then like really ratchet throwback, like late '90s, early 2000s, like Dirty South jams. And that was like our like yeah. a juxtaposition for Wood Off Dance Party. And after that, we just got into like other styles and DJing other styles. But yeah, for sure. Yo, actually, like, I, I I didn't say it up front, but uh. I met Nayo just like uh, like I saw him around before, and then I saw him DJ before I met him, and he was just like killing it in Trump Room, you know. I think I think about that point he had already taken his shirt off and was like also on the mic like talking a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, Nayo's, Nayo's the first person I heard drop uh, that new co- that feedback that anything oh, yeah. from Life of Pablo. I think before it came out, I think he dropped a leak in the club. I did. Yeah, that shit was so hard. <laughs> Super yeah, I was there for Nio, one of Nio's uh, mixes, and it, the party went down. Yeah, so I was thanks. like, "Wow, it was good." Yeah, I used to turn up turn. The, and, uh, the and reason, also, the reason I oh, go ahead, Steve. Oh no, 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 no. Just I knew AJ for a while before he started DJing, Throw and then back. I finally went to one of his his joints, and that shit was a fucking party too, actually. So Word. I was like, "Yeah," I only saw them once, both of them, but. The reason, the reason I was asking if you guys were uh, paying attention to hip-hop or playing hip-hop is because usually at the beginning of the show, we kind of talk about some things that are going on in, in popular hip-hop culture and things that have happened. Um, I think today is the... Is it called an anniversary of a death when somebody dies? Uh, I guess so. You could say that death anniversary. Actually, let's not since it's, let's not even let's not even go with with somebody's anniversary of their death, even though they're a wonderful artist. We'll but get is somebody, somebody notable. Oh yeah, man. Well, let's let's talk about it. Well, you all know he passed away, and from uh. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. we got to speak boys, on man. that, man. That was what, like four who? years back. Uh, MCA man, yeah. MCA from the Beastie Boys. He was my oh, favorite word. member actually. Beastie Boys, yeah, yeah. Beastie Boys. Yeah. He was, he was quite. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, outside of his music, which is beautiful and dope, uh, just as a humanitarian and a person that was, uh, you know, he was a cat that had the ability to reach people, and he always was trying to uh, liberate Tibet and just help uh, mm. people that were in need. Mm. Just a good cat, man, and. Uh, I was listening to I was listening to one of his tracks today, like a uh, solo track that he has on Hello Nasty, the BC Boys joint, and it, it puts me in a really like somber kind of melancholy mood. But um, yeah, that cat was he was very kind of instrumental in my upbringing. I didn't know anything about Tibet uh, <laughs> before that cat, you know. Like, I never even knew that he was trying to liberate Tibet. Yeah, man. Yeah, was, man. Uh, the Beasties were they got big into Buddhism, man. Yeah. 
all that good shit. And that's the cool thing Word. about their careers because they started out with like you know, um, well, what was it? License to part? No, oh, license, license to, to ill. Ill. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, their first like you know like like really raucous like party boy kind of rap music in the eighties, yeah. and they became like really conscious like in the nineties. Because they mm. they basically came out the punk scene, man. Like they yeah. were punks, man. Back when punk yeah. and hip hop were you know still together in the late they put 70s on they put that. they put Public Enemy on, man. Like mm. Public oh, that Enemy right? first oh, word. toured with them, yeah. Word. Yeah, they used to like when um. When Russell Simmons used to DJ, like, you know, up, when he used to DJ downtown, because all the hip hop used to be uptown, he started DJing downtown, they would come fuck with his shows and stuff, and like bring in the punk crowd and stuff. Mm. Straight. Yeah. Uh, hip hop is very punk, man. I mean, uh, since we're talking about art today, you know, um, I just lost my train of thought, but yeah, but, um, you know, punk and hip hop. But yeah, you know, um, both of those scenes were organic and coming from uh, different type of class struggles from, from all types of people in the world. and graffiti kind of sprouted out from both of them so for real um you know uh yeah rest in peace rest, rest in, in power rest man in yeah, yeah, power. no doubt no doubt uh what else is new man um damn went platinum i saw that oh, man yeah. i saw that as it should uh, yeah. <laughs> as it should like yeah. how do you feel Sit about down, that because you were saying like we gotta we gotta hey. We gotta let up, that up, album up, play up. for a while before we can call it great. No, I, I, we can call it great. It's just that I think that anytime that somebody calls an album a classic after a week that it's been out or two or three weeks, it's kind of you're kind of jumping the gun. Now you might have some insight, like yeah, this will be a classic, but but I mean to call an album classic, that's that's words like, are too strong. That's that's, that's like measuring from the taint. Like it, you're trying to get too much length off of it. Wait, you don't you don't measure from the back of your ass? No, too. man. I, I measure from we call it the knee pit. <laughs> which is located it's like an armpit but from the back of the, the knee. knee pit yeah why don't what about from your feet though no oh no man he's trying, he's trying, he's trying <laughs> yeah. to say his dong hangs to his knee pit <laughs> oh, okay no i'm saying i measure from there <laughs> oh lord he like he like pulls a right angle no, and no. then he comes back <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, let's, but but no but i i just i do i do really think that that a lot of times people have these hot takes that are just like, they come out of the movie and they're like, wow, Guardians of the Galaxy is the best movie I've seen all year. And it's like, yo. Yeah. You, you know well, sometimes I mean? you just feel it, time. you know? You feel it after you experience Everybody it. Everybody wants to say you that. You feel it. I know what you mean, though. It's a bit yeah, hypersense because. Steve's is very, uh, like. I'm, I'm like that sometimes. So yeah, Steve's is very, like, he feels things out, man. <laughs> do, you, do you still think that um, album of the year was that Cuddy album last year? No, I don't. <laughs> he didn't say that, though. He didn't say so that, that. That was an Why example. That? That was, no, no, no. That was my favorite of the year. It was oh, actually my favorite of the time because it came out in December, so it was hot. And I just, like, wanted him to bring something that was worthy than his last album. So I just felt really good that he fucking busted out something good. Yeah. Something, you know, really good compared to before, you know. It kind of met my expectations. Yeah, yeah. So I was feeling that at the time. I even get, said, what did I say? I said, Young Thug. Is the best rapper alive? I said that as well. He I'm throwing all that. my shit out. <laughs> all the hot takes. I did. Did you say that, Steve? For real? I did say that. He did, he did. I was feeling it so much, but I came back to my senses. Okay, okay, okay. I okay. came back I'm just to my senses. Sure. Okay? I finally, I like, was finally able to stop playing <laughs> the damn album. Like it took me, it took oh, me man. a good, yeah, it, it took, took me a good week. Too, but man. and you know what? What stopped me from playing it? Ambient, experimental ambient music. Like it wasn't hip hop. It wasn't. There was no drums. Oh, it was just. I just need a break, man. Boy. It got me too much. That shit. No, no. Here comes it? that boy. <laughs> oh shit! What up? Oh, no, shit, no. Um, what up? No, but but you know, damn. I think I think um. 
it, it, it's it's one of the the best albums or my favorite albums that I listen to. It's recently. probably album it, of the it year. Plays, I can say that it could be album it of the year. Yeah. The thing is, I actually have the album. I haven't listened to it though because I felt like I need to set aside like a week to listen to it. Yeah. So I was gonna listen to that over Golden Week, but then like you know, ate some bad oysters yeah. and like fucked yeah. up my hosties for the week. Oh yeah, yeah you can't yeah. be listening yeah. to some damn. It, you, know what, <laughs> yeah. you know what? What kind of bothers me is that like I was hoping that somebody would throw a listening party because I feel like a lot of those tracks I need to have. With speakers this big, so I can my whole body. Right, 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 right. Sometimes you need to feel that. That's why, like, a lot of the like the trap shit. If you play it on your headphones, it's like, ah, that's okay. But if you hear it in a strip club in Atlanta, you're like, that's oh, where it goes. Is that, yeah. a, yeah. Is that a it's, thing? It's around the environment. Yeah. It's, it's it's creating that right. environment. Right. It's, you know it's mean, made for that environment. It's catering to that environment. So, so is that a like, thing? Do people throw events where they just listen to yeah, one album? Parties, Other people, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. that's unaffiliated with the artist. Well, I mean, you could do that. Yeah. Would you come to that? Yeah, I would come to that. Like, for example, like, what do you think people did back in the 70s? Like, they had, like, vinyls and they had, like, ill-ass setups. And they'd be like, yo, let's drop that Marvin Gaye album. Everyone come over. <laughs> yo, <laughs> my nigga. I hope y'all are 70. coming to MLS's debut event next month. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, double preview back-to-back uh, to Pimp a Butterfly. And damn, nigga, just running that shit straight all night. Back-to-back, baby. Just to, like, plug myself into that, too, I'll totally submit my new project for, like, listening as well. Hey. <laughs> just, you know. Now it's actual. Release yeah, party. Yeah. <laughs> now it's an actual release oh, party. Yeah. What, what, what else? What else is new? Did you guys see uh, Joe Budden in? in he Lil mad. Yachty? He mad. He mad. Joe Budden. <laughs> oh, he's always mad. Though. I know, that but was like so funny. that was, that was, God, that, was so that was so New Jersey of him too. Because like my mom's side of the family is from New Jersey. It's a bunch of like angry old black people in New Jersey, and like that Joe Budden's like the epitome of that. Because a lot she's like, yeah, like I'm happy. And Joe Budden's like, why? Why are you happy? I don't believe that you're happy. You are. <laughs> your marketing team put you up to this. He's yeah. like, shit, I'm these other rappers. He's like, why do I want to do that? I'm not. Are you the best? Nah, I mean, we're all good. Shit, I'm other rappers. He's like, I don't want to do that. He's like, that's what's your generation. Y'all fucking fight each other. And he was like, Who's I don't, he? why do I want to do that? He's talking about Lil Yachty. He was talking directly to Lil Yachty. Yeah. That sounds like. Damn. Lil Yachty is maybe the happiest rapper. He, yeah, he right. tried. He, he Him really or Drown. Tried to, he yeah. tried to he tried Dram to get happy. little Yachty Dram to break happy. character. I'm super happy. And he's just, <laughs> yeah. He couldn't he couldn't get Yachty to break character, you know. And uh, he's 19 years old. He got all this money now. I don't think last it's a character. year he was a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. No, but but what what Joe is thinking is that little Yachty doesn't know what his his music deal is about. His his actual it's, recording it's 360 contract. 360 deal about. though. He's getting yeah. fucked. He didn't he did little Yachty didn't even know what a 360 deal was. Oh yeah. And and um, also. Joe Budden is like, yo, a marketing team put that fucking album cover together. And he's like, nah, nah, that's yeah. just, you know, oh, that's weird. That's where you got that from. Like, and he's also and, mad about the thing before with Lil Yachty said he doesn't know like five Tupac or Biggie songs. Right, right. And then he also Man, at one point said Biggie shit. was overrated. Like, seriously, yeah. I agree. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree with Joe that you, like, hip hop is not a young man's sport because there's still hella old heads doing it, and we have to have appreciation for the founding fathers and shit. But that's the, we can't criticize no doubt, Lil Yachty true. for it, but we definitely should tell him, yo, you're fucking up when you don't know that. But the thing is, that's the opposite of World War Twenty years ago. Because I remember like. When MTV was turning like 20 and like VH1 just stuff playing hip hop, everyone was concerned about youthism in hip hop. People were like, yo, when I get past 30, can I still rap and shit? Would that still be fly? Because back in the day, like Pac died when he was like, what, 25? Biggie died. 26? 26, not bad. Yeah, Pac died at what, 20? No, Biggie died at what, 27? Yeah, 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like back in the day, when people turned 30, they just kind of stopped rapping. 
So like, it was like well, it's because a lot of a lot of a lot of the culture didn't didn't appreciate them in yeah. the same way. It's like it's like once you got old, you were no longer hip. Yeah. yeah. So now we have now we have this longevity where people can like you know keep rapping and keep going, which is great. But then you have people like Yada who's like 19, like you know you got other like other young people like. Was like what's his name like triple x traction or whatever extension. Oh, yeah oh, but like yeah. people like that like i don't expect them to know biggie songs i don't expect them to know pop songs like they were like not even born when he got when he got killed yeah and 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 i and um i don't either yeah I, I don't necessarily either but but i find it kind of indicative of a problem that we have in hip-hop where ageism is a problem and when you got a when you got somebody like grandmaster kaz who doesn't have health insurance i'm kind of wondering where the hip-hop union is at that's going to help him out with those type of things true, and true. i think that uh, that's why i like shows like drink champs with noriega is because they're giving flowers to people while they're living yeah, you know yeah, what i mean true. they're they're, yeah. they're upholding these cats while they're living and and when you get when you get these young cats and they give you hot takes like uh, Little Yachty's the best rapper of all time. What it shows is a callous disregard for the other people who have established things and created yeah. styles and and are important within the culture. Yeah, that disregard's real. I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah, like people, even if they don't know it, they should still have their, I guess, their mindset to be like, yo, these people paved the way for me to be here doing what I'm doing. Because like Lil, I was like, when he was saying about you know like how he's like dark and he has like hair and shit, he's like, you know, like I'm a young little nigga with like you know red hair and shit. Like they don't even let niggas like me in. It's like, well, why do you think they do that now? Like you're not the first one to come around and do this shit. Yeah, doesn't he know about? Cisco. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but thing is, maybe he don't. Classic. But the thing is, like, like, yeah, like what Mega's saying, like they should understand and respect their forefathers that came before. But them. he did go Doesn't back it? and he he studied Biggie after he yeah. got all that heat. So you gotta give yeah, him you that. Gotta do that. I think yeah, I think maybe we can get into this uh, to to this point later when we have the discussion about art and, and popular hip hop. But um, at a certain point. I feel kind of like the the most popular rap music that's out is not necessarily paralleling the lines of what was considered hip hop in the 90s in the sense of what the culture was supposed to represent and the central tenets that hip hop stands for. And I think now with it being so commercialized and McDonaldized yeah, yeah, yeah. that there's it's mm. now we're not listening to hip hop music that is on the radio. We're listening to pop rap, <laughs> which is which is good for people it sounds good to people pop but rap pop rap yeah man no this like, to Lil Yachty or anybody I fuck with all that shit I, yeah, I like Lil Yachty as a, I like Lil Yachty as, as a person and I like a few of his tracks mm. but I'm not I, I just don't judge him the same way I do even Joey Badass why not? Because it's not on a conscious. It's not on a conscious level. Nah, Lil Joey Lil Badass is considered concert like conscious, right? No, nah, I don't know. I don't know. He raps. That's I mean, right. lyrically rise, like by the lyrics, though. Because that plays a, a big role in just hip-hop, I feel like, you know, lyrics. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even they might be humming and humming and humming and humming and humming. Might doing that, but what are they, the lyrics plays a big role in the texture of what they're trying to say, too. You know what I'm saying? What's so, going on? Yeah. Weather report. Oh. This fucking guy just... Oh, he's just, he's just <laughs> throwing it in. in the middle of the I need to go to the weather the report. Thought. What's the weather all right, report? All right. But I'll, 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 the weather report is where we where we um where where we play where we play songs that uh that we pick. I, I like the point that you made, and let's get back to that when we have the when we have the topic. The weather report. No, I wasn't trying to cut off. It's that was sunshine. like that was a segue. It was underneath. In the middle of the that was blended it. It ended right after he finished his point. He blended it I didn't in. want y'all. <laughs> y'all know how we do, man. We'll just keep going, man. That was We'll jump on his point and it'll just I, keep rolling. I'll be, be liking that shit, but <laughs> Steve's in late got to cut me off a lot of times, man. It's true. Good shit. All right, so who's going first? Are we finally going to do this rock, paper, scissors, man? No, we should do Mega. We'll keep it classic. Mega shit. <laughs> Did you guys? Okay. Do you guys have a track? Do you guys? AJ put don't up? have a track. You yeah, have a track. No track, AJ. Yeah. Yeah, I got a track. I got a track. Okay. I got a track. Let's do him first. 
No, he doesn't have a track. It's not. It's not in. Just play. Prepare it, and then we'll do you next. My track's in it. All right, Mega. Okay. Oh wait. That's that's it. That's my jam right there, baby. That's the one. All right. So this is by Goldlink. Do you guys know this cat? Yes. Goldlink from DC. Uh, the track is called Meditation, featuring Katrinata and Jasmine Sullivan, who is like a singer. And I think we all know Katrinata, right? I love Katrinata, bro. Uh, yeah, Katrinata. That's why I picked this joint because I, I mean, at first it was dance party, so I was like, it's a dancey track. Um, also, I think this is, if, I, if I'm right, I think that he flipped the same Katrinata flipped the same track uh, sample from his album Track Uno. I think it's the same, same, same joint. And the song, like, I can't, I can't lie, like, I, like the lyrics don't speak to me that much. But if I hear this somewhere, I'm gonna move a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know That's what I mean? Yo, I like Goldling's voice and I like his flow, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not too familiar with. I can't remember anything he said. Really. I, I just got, I just got put onto this cat. Like, I didn't hear his previous projects. Uh, Armand from uh, Word for Word, the cat from San Jose. He put me onto this cat, uh, just posting about it, and so, uh, yeah, you know, I, I fuck with Katrinata a lot, so I figure I'll put this joint up. It's fresh. Yeah, this is really, really groovy. Really Who's groovy. this? Where's, where's he from? Where is Goldlink? Katrinata's from DC. Montreal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Katrinata? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but uh, Goldlink is from from DC. DC East Coast. There's some panoramas. Let this shit play. This one's smooth. I like. Yeah, this album has it's got a few it's got a few joints on it that I really appreciate and they're cool, mm-hmm. um, but it's like I don't know if I'm gonna go back and listen to it after the summer's over. Yeah, I mean, it, it speaks to me like I have to listen to it in, in like a well, in a certain type of you know what I mean I need the humidity to be a little bit lower. And shit. It's kind of like, like DJ fodder. Like there are songs yeah. that like as a DJ mm-hmm. you might not necessarily like mess yeah, with every day, but you like I'm gonna play fodder, this man. in a club exactly or like yeah. I mean it really is because I mean if you listen to the lyrics I'm just kind of like yeah that doesn't that's not what I'm about. Yeah. This is not really what yeah, I care yeah, about. Okay. So. Cool, man. Don't yeah. pick would you play this on your sets, AJ? In the right, in the right crowd, yeah, crowd. definitely in the right crowd. Yeah, like a loungy, like a loungy type yeah. of set, kind of like a grown and sexy party. Like nothing exactly. we trying to get too bad shit. Curated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go to any more shows in Tokyo unless these guys are playing. <laughs> oh, where? Right yeah, hell yeah! I want to. I gotta huh? support the cause. What about that know? Kanye joint tonight? See, this is that feeling stuff I was just talking about with Steve. You know how many dope shows there are in Tokyo that these exactly. two dope gentlemen also I, aren't on? I gotta, you know, I gotta baby. Steve, you can't wife. come to. You can't I come can to only Tokyo. Tokyo is big. Yeah. Oh, and you can't come to speak. Yeah. I'm not even gonna what go about to the gorilla Whoever supported the crew. I want to play a speakeasy then, show at sure. some point. Yeah, yeah you should have answered that uh, competition. Talk to they just Talk had, to had, had, yeah. a, had a competition. No, the thing is, yeah. I have a history with some of the speakeasy people that I'm not gonna go into now. Yo, is it that cat late? Because that fool is a sucker. Late night. Hell, did he? Here go late with the drops. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Yo, Steve, you're next up, kid. I'll give it a show. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> Is that new Rugrats? <laughs> it's, uh, the, the new Ryan theme Curry song. Hey. Tidena. We all on a tour. 
Sounds just, it sounds just like Guam, bro. Exactly. Brings me right like back to the Guam, island. Bro. Oh, you been out back there to too? The yeah, yeah. You lived there for a month. Yo, it sounds just like Guam. It's just, you know, the island life money. That must be it right <laughs> there. That AJ knows what's up, man. He lives on the island. I think like all just, all of this, every island can connect in that field. You know what I mean? Like it just, it resonates throughout the world. Yo, I really like this album. This track didn't really move me like that, but listening to it now, while you're talking about Guam, I'm like, yeah, I can, I can see that. It's pretty dope. This, this track didn't hit me hit me when I listened to the album either, but sitting here with y'all sounds a little better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the vibe is Especially that after he already community. laid the groundwork for Guam. Hey, you got to paint the picture. Paint the picture. I'm not going to lie, though. When I listened to the album, none of them hit me until I saw Moonlight, and I heard the slow-down version of Classic Man, because I'm from the South, so I was like, there you go. Then I went back and we listened to the album, and then I appreciate it again. There's a slow-down version, like Chopped and Screw? Yeah, but it's only on the Moonlight soundtrack, though. Oh, I have to peep that out. And that's you what know, got me back into it. I didn't, I didn't really mess with this guy. I didn't know until I saw him on uh, Luke Cage. Uh, oh, that's right. He was on Luke Cage. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? I like this kid. Yeah. You know, Classic Man does not sound like the rest of this album yeah. at all. That was like the bad first. Like, that was like a bad, like, in my opinion, it was like a misrepresentation of what he's about. It was. The, the I thought it was a good of, single. I love yeah. that single, but it is a misrepresentation of what he's about. I feel like the album has a lot of moments that it, it doesn't have like a cohesion to it. Yeah. Like there's tracks here and there, and they're, they're not bad or necessarily good or bad, but it doesn't really together all together like yeah. you can you can listen to them as like singles yeah, yeah. To play the track the album through is a little little difficult for me yeah yeah, yeah. Steve you got anything else you want to say about this um nah He's man I'm just dapper. I'm excited uh, I'm excited to see what else he puts out you know now that people know who what he represents you know which is his roots and true everything he's saying so just I'm still digesting the album myself yeah me too but, man. like well, I went back I'm to it after it. you hit me up the other day well let's not uh, stop talking about the album because you're playing them too for real. Yeah, man. I'm breaking all the rules, baby. Can we let this? Can we let this beginning run really right. quick? Say if you and your wife, Madeline, were treated just like mine, all the anchors on ABC Nightline would speak about white crime. We'd see videos every night of handcuffed white boys in the nighttime. Hope you know how to fight crime. 911's no longer your lifeline. That's a ticket to a sale. White nigga, I wish you well. Remember never kiss and tell, or take a sip from the stitching wheel. And you were Mr. Zimpendale. So the previous track was uh, Safari by Jadena and uh, Serendipitously. I like using that word. My track is also by Jadena. It's called white niggas it's like a flip you know what if black and white in america were flipped and i don't know man like this this track really hit me like more than anything else on the album man just uh he has this one part in the second verse where he talks about white women being the most addicts because of, you know like prescription pills and things like that and that was a thought i had seen before i had thought before or read about but the way he executed it the whole track is like really really dope man he talks about like black people walking past white people getting arrested and you know like they're wearing khakis or dockers and they're going to tennis practice and they're just like look at that white nigga you know what i'm saying i know it's a it's an interesting i mean it's not original but the execution i think is better than most people have done or, it's quite pointed though because his mom's white as well 
Is she? Yeah, his mom's white. Yeah. yeah. His dad was a, a chief in Nigeria, and his mom was like white. In the oh, States. Okay. I thought everybody was from Africa. No, 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 not that. I mean, his, I mean his fam. I mean his fam. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. He took it. Are we taking it? Are we taking it there? Way back. Cradle of fucking civilization. I wouldn't even be playing this track in that case. <laughs> just be like, yo, this nigga is you know, racist, man. Everybody's from Africa. Yeah. yeah, that's why he has good perspectives. You know, I like listening to these people from two different backgrounds to talk. You know, I do like you know all those cats that are doing it. Who's doing it right now? Logic, uh, Drake's half. You know, yo, the new Logic right? album drops tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just, you know, you get to you have the best of both worlds to say what you need to say, and you get I don't to know. examine it. I don't know. That's not necessarily true of every person of mixed race at all, but it does help give a bit of perspective. But Drake, I wouldn't give him any props for that. <laughs> that nigga has no perspective yeah. whatsoever, or at least he doesn't speak on. Yeah, he may have exploited it. Yeah. He's great at gentrifying sounds. Oh shit! Next pick. <laughs> He rapes, but he saves. Right, Mega? <laughs> yeah, my phone there. I was trying to skip that line. You need to charge your phone up, B? What, what's the name of your track? Same old. Same old. No, it's by Chaz French. You guys know Chaz French? Yeah, man, I fuck with Chaz French, man. Yeah, it's by Chaz French. I don't know this guy. Same old shit. He from D.C. Chaz Northern. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Chester French. Nah, no, not. Oh, I know him too, but nah, Chaz French. Track. But if you want to go first, you want to go to your track. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, but, nah, before, but before you drop it, I want to just talk about it real quick. If that's no cool. worries, man. Yeah, so this is a track that I made. Um, I'm trying right now nice. to produce like kind of melancholy like pop instrumentals to a certain extent. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's, it's from a project I'm working on called The Ocean and I. And this mm. is from the debut EP called Notion Alive. And this song is called Pacific okay, right. because mm. I named every track after an ocean. But um, nice. but I wanted I want that like, the EP to sound like like a breakup from start to finish but like you know the breakup happening and then like you go through the phase where you're kind of sad you get over it then you go through a phase you're like you know you're riding the Yamato headline in circles looking at girls to holler at mm. and then <laughs> man I haven't reached that point in, 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 in. <laughs> but this one is that one yeah. where you're like riding the Yamanote nice. I have a Yamanote sample on it as well too oh, yeah but this is it yeah that shit is dope man I heard it when I was preparing it oh thank you 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 play all the instruments on this too, or a sample bass? All the instruments and samples. That nice. I need. Yeah. Let's hear this before before we talk about it. Niall, you want to talk a little bit about the project this is on? Oh, uh, yeah. So um, this is going to be in the project called Notion Alive. But um, actually, I want you guys to the middle part, because the middle part is where I use the Yamanote line sample. But um, yeah, so once again, each song is named after an ocean that I felt kind of represent the feeling I have when I was making the track. Word. So you'll see why it's called Pacific in like three seconds, I think. 
ですから黄色い線の内側までお下がりください危ないですから危ないですから Yo, do you live on the Yamanote line? I used to. I used to live in Shinagawa, but now I stay in Nakamegoro.、Uh, word. I'm on the Yamanote. Oh, you moved to、yeah. Nakame? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word, word. We're in, we're in the Yamanote area. Komagome. Hey. Represent. Yo, I like that sample, man. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, this is a dub track, man. I really like it, too. Thanks. I, I actually have, I haven't heard any of. I, I saw a music video that you guys had. I think two music videos you、uh, guys、yeah. have online. That was like back in like 2012. 12 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right? That was from Wood Off Videos, and I produced those tracks, too. Okay, yeah. I like this. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. But for this project, it's just myself, and I'm looking for a drummer and like a bass player for like live shows. Okay. Nice. So, you got the other oceans out already, or are you still making more? Well, I just got the masters back today.、Mm. So, um, track, it's track one is. um, Sorry. <laughs> track one is. um, It's called Atlantic.、Mm. And then track two is Antarctic. Track three is Pacific, track four is Indian, and track five is Southern. And then I'm starting on the second EP right now, which is called Five Year Slumber. And it's based upon like when I was like drinking really heavy in Tokyo. And so、um, I have tracks 2017, 2016 done. And I'm going to go backwards and make 2015, 14, and 13. So I just want to release two five track EPs and then release a full on album by the end of the year. But I just wanted to be like, I wanted to be like melancholy and like, I wanted to be like kind of sad, but at the same time, like, have that juxtaposition between being kind of sad but have a lot of bright sounds, but then just having that like, that like, that boom sound to the background so people can like nod their heads to it without thinking about it. Because there are no lyrics in it. So,、nice. but, yeah. I dig it, man. I'm、uh, looking forward to checking that out.、Oh, definitely,、yeah. uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on the Facebooks now. So, yeah, I definitely see when you, when you drop that. I'll, I'll,、uh, I'll be looking out for that. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. Were you able to find AJ's track? No, probably not. I don't have a track. Can we, can we play like a small mix? You know, I, I got mixes. And then just cut it off. Like, how y'all, how y'all do it? It's y'all flow. How y'all do it? <laughs> Why don't you just tell us about the track you're, you're talking about? And then we'll,、ah, yeah, we'll play, we'll play it. Po- we can put it in a post, maybe? Yeah, yeah. post production. All right,、yeah. so. It's, uh, it's, what's it's, what's、okay. a lyric from it? Or your favorite, your favorite part? It's just the, the, the journey that, that, that he's talking about, his subject matter.、Mm. It's the journey. So I, it's, a personal, it's a personal track that I can relate, relate to in my life. You know what I mean? That's why I wanted to pick that track. So it's, it's just the journey of an artist, you know what I mean, who's doing anything he wants to just to live off his dreams, you know? Like make a living from what he loves to do every day. You know what I mean? Enough to take care of his family, enough to take care of, you know, artists. You know, artists, we got that dream where、mm. we want to just. We don't want to settle. You know what I mean? We want to live off cre- our creativity. So it's relating to him. So, same old, and it's called Same old, and he's, he's relating that to Basquiat. Basquiat went to New York on some, like, yo, he just left. Like, I'm out, I'm gone. You, you know, just hustle. Like, I'm going to live off this art. So that's No, because that, that really connects with what, the, what I know of you since, since I've known <laughs> Steve, you. Steve, right? You like, you've been, Steve, no, you've right been, you've been on this journey. You've been on this yeah, journey. Like, journey. you are doing like, whatever means necessary. As whatever measure you can、yeah. to keep on doing what you love. And、no、just watching that has been amazing. You know, you、oh, came、no、out、doubt. here in Tokyo, like just not even like any connections, just coming out and trying because not a lot of people do that. Not a lot of people leave where they're from to like make it happen. So 
Yo. It's amazing. Like you said, you just you lived in Guam for a month because you had to get your fucking visa situated. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah, just yeah. did it. You fucking oh. did it. So y'all, y'all had to track. Y'all had to track the whole time. Now we, we, he found it. He found it. <laughs> Perfect. The journey. <laughs> Very inspirational. Yeah, life is a journey. Real. Life Very is a journey, Deshaun. Life is the experience. Uh, and everything. And in this particular song. He's talking about his personal life. Everything from, you know, him getting a baby. Congrats, Steve. Thank Congrats you, thank on you. that. You know, all of that he's just talking about. It's lyrics. You know. Yo, I don't know if I've listened to Chaz French before. Yo, he's I've a good lyricist. I've never heard he's of a him. good lyricist. Like he's you could tell he's a true artist, you know. Word. Yeah. Where's he from? He's from East Coast, Washington D.C. Washington D.C. But I met him. I met him when I was going to school in Richmond. So, you know. Oh, you went to Richmond, son? I went to a school in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. Yo, you fuck with Nicholas L? You gotta put me on. I'll put you on, son. Put Yo, my brother Kari stays out there. Say hello to the land when you get away with murder when it comes to the black children. These niggas ain't shit. These niggas ain't real. These niggas ain't trying to hear you. Profiling because of my appearance. So I stopped giving a fuck and started giving them a reason. Not to give one neither. We started living it up. So don't question my decisions if you don't understand my reasons. Yo, this is dope as fuck. But you gotta, you gotta listen to the whole song. I know y'all don't got time. Time on y'all show. You gotta listen to every verse, like the whole journey of the song. Yeah, Chaz French, man. I'm, yeah. I'm finna beat it. Yeah, I'm gonna get with it too. Making a playlist right now. Yo, are y'all the same age? Yeah, he was around. We're around the same age, I guess. I'm like 20, 24, 25. Oh, you a young dude. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I'm God not. damn. I'm not. <laughs> you 24? And I'm 25. Oh. Oh, change, change. <laughs> nah, I'm old as fuck. I'm my bad. Damn, I'm, I'm like that. I'm like that. Every nah, and I, and I just became, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to I little bro you. Old as fuck, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm not trying to little bro you. What is considered old as fuck? I've been old for a while. So. I feel like I'm old as hell. <laughs> oh man, nah, wait till nah, you get nah. as old as me. It's always a perception, dog. It's yeah, a perception. Nah. Whatever you're at, you're you're just perceiving life in your own way. Yeah, yeah. How old are you? How do you count? I'm 30. I'll be 31 this year. Shout out. Oh, okay. Yeah. 30, 30, 31, 25, 34, 34. So next week, We're next Friday. We're in our fucking own perception yeah. perception of that, life. You know? Being in your thirties is lit, though. It's lit. <laughs> so, I, I love I, being I in my thirties. I see. I was looking forward to getting in my thirties. I really, I really I started like, to feel old just this year. That's a, it's a, it's a. Twenty nine was hard though. Twenty nine was hard for me. Yeah. Why is that? Just like I was just listening to people like telling me like I need to fucking push harder. I think I was listening to people more for what they think where they should be. You know what I mean? So. I took that I, I took a bad influence You know It's, it's, it's about your own personal, Your own journey man Your own personal journey Yeah That's exactly what Life is an experience You know what I mean It's about that journey And that's why I like This particular song Because it's about his Experience making, making it to the next level You know what I mean um, Really inspiring Really inspiring And it speaks so much On my personal life So you know Word I like this a lot man 
I'll work. check it out. Yeah, good yeah. job, bro. Check it out on your own. Good like, job. really listen. You know, get in. Yeah, Chaz Finch. I'm going to check that out. Hell yeah. Dope. All right, so All right, we got to take topic? a break. Yeah. Okay, break. Bye bow. This is Katami from Sunday Replay. You're listening to the Mega Late Show with Mega Late and Steez. Badass motherfuckers. Maybe I'm not allowed to say motherfuckers on this thing, but I'm saying it anyway. Mega Late Show. Hey. Mega Late. These days, Rock Nation president Jay-Z is probably glad he didn't pass on the kid with the crooked smile. J. Cole has said in his music that he sometimes brags like Hove, but with his latest accomplishment, the numbers do all the talking for the North Carolina MC. Cole's third studio album, Forest Hill Drive, which came out December of 2014, was certified double platinum yesterday by the RIAA. Cole's label, Rock Nation, boasted, or shall we stay posted about the accomplishment yesterday via their Instagram page. Forest Hills Drive first crossed the platinum threshold last September on the backs of the singles No Role Models and Wet Dreams. Adding even more prestige to the already impressive feat is the fact that Cole, whose real name is Jermaine Cole, did it all with no features. I'm not sure what's more impressive, the fact that J. Cole had absolutely no features on his latest album and went platinum, or he just went double platinum. I'm not sure what's more impressive. I'm not sure what's more impressive. I'm not sure what's more impressive. Yo, I mean, Those are some accolades, baby. Yo, yo, Holy I mean, shit. It's, no, it's no secret to our Tanakas, to our, to our followers, that yeah. I am I'm not, like, I like J. Cole, but I'm not a big fan of J. Cole. What? And one of the inside jokes that me and Late have is just randomly letting each other know that J. Cole went double platinum with uh, no features. I'm uh. not sure what's more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's more impressive. I think that's yeah. dope that he had no features and he went double platinum. Oh, well, I, I think I think that's Jeez. really that's really interesting, and that's also a component about, I, I think maybe we can work that into what we're going to talk about uh, with m- mainstream music, popular music. Oh, yeah, let's play some music. Um, with, with it, you know, whether or not it's art, the over-featurization of hip hop albums right now, I don't necessarily feel that that's a really dope, good thing, man. No, I feel you, cause like as someone who likes to create music with the intention of performing it live, I always think in my mind like, what are the logistics gonna be if like you have like 18 features on your like album, like what are you gonna do in a live show? Like play a backing a track of, or? A lot of times, I think that it it takes away from. I think it just kind of adds like, all right, so I don't really have anything dope to say here or any anything really particularly poignant or. Or interesting to say, so I'm just going to get Quavo on the track real quick, <laughs> and then like like Khaled is really good at that. Mm. Not like he puts together these songs that are just like that's a good song. Yeah. But yeah. Dude, like, I, but soon as I hear that first note, I'm kind of like, I'm not going to like this. <laughs> Did you guys hear the new Bieber shit? Nah. Nah. I think I think Bieber, Chance the Rapper, Quavo. Oh my God! Like it, it like like that's yeah, his, all the hot shit. His album track listing be looking like uh, Mad Libs of just the hot artists right now. <laughs> no, yeah, that's really no, is. that's what I call music. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So, so that's you, what I call music. Eighty seven. So you, <laughs> so you saying you don't like collaboration between artists? Is no, that a, no, is that I, a I do. No, no, I do like I do like collaboration between artists when it when it makes sense. But I do think that there's a lot of overfeaturization, and sometimes you just got people on a track that's Yo, just there. I even sense. like it when it doesn't make sense. Like when I saw you two on Kendrick's new album 
Uh, that got us. That got the damn face from me. I made like the album cover when I saw that track listing. It looked. It looked like something like, oh, he's just trying to do something weird. But it made sense oh, when you yeah, heard the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to sit down and listen to that now. For now, sure. sometimes I mean, like, and they've been doing this a long time. And in fact, we've we've had legitimately strong music artists co-sign other artists just mm. to make okay, their shit right, pop. Right. For right. example, yeah, that's what I was at, when man. Justin Bieber got co-signed by uh, Ludacris, people Ooh. were like, okay, now okay. we can let him join in. With yeah, yeah, his yeah. shenanigans, right. and, we, and and a lot of a lot of times, pop culture, mainstream, the mainstream music industry does that shit to the nth degree. They will yeah. just do that. But I think, like you were saying earlier, with like artistic value, like being kept in mind, I think that sometimes, if like, especially in the genre of hip hop, if you have too many features, it feels like you don't get a chance to really know the artist as an individual and as an artist because it's like this is me and my homies, and you're like, yo, that's safe. Yeah, yeah, that's really like it's like a squad album, but like, yo, right now I came here just for. Person A, right, and like yeah. I want to hear one song that's just Person A. If every song's Person A with Person Z or Person Cause, Y, because even like keeping it, you know, just in music, I hear people hate on Beyonce all the time because she has a lot of songwriters and stuff. Yeah, but like uh, she makes pop though. If you're looking yeah. from a perspective of art, like of the great artists like Michelangelo or you know even more uh, current like Banksy or something, there's not a lot of collaboration going on there. Or at least that we know of. It's, as far as we know, it's like one person's idea yeah, yeah, and one yeah. person right. makes it happen. So I wonder if that's part of their like critique of... Because hip-hop Absolutely. is inherently, you know, it, it has somebody else's, uh, I don't want to say material, but like you're kind of like sampling. You're it's, like, a it's, it's, it's a remix. It's a remix. It's like paying homage. Collages, like collages. I mean, like, we, we, we absolutely, like we absolutely take from other things because we didn't have. We take from other things and we, we make magic. Right. It's the same way that they use frog legs to make some good-ass food. <laughs> like, you take from what you don't have and, and like you fusion, remix. Fusion music? Well, I mean, well, it, it, very much, it very much is like... Um, it very much is a culture that has taken, but at the same time, we have very strong integrity on what people are doing and whether or not it's real and authentic. Like straight up and down, even if you go back to jazz culture, cats like Miles Davis, mm-hmm. if you were a fucking sucker, they would shun you. If you were if you were a biter with no original style, with no real soul, they would they would boot you out the club. Oofta! Oh, like wow. you're trying too hard to be mm-hmm. something that you're not, and and. And that, that's the authenticity for me is something that's very important yeah, yeah, yeah. in music. And that's why I'm big on authorship. If you're going to tell me that you're the dopest MC, but then I hear about you getting your lyrics from the dude on the left, I'm going to be like, well, you kind of just disqualified yourself from the conversation. And the because I'm an old ass man, the generation I come from. Everybody thinks like that. No, I feel I started. Joe Budden yeah. is on that shit. Well, I started off as an MC though. That's why I started getting into music. When I was like um, 14, I had my growth spurt, and I just got stupid tall, so I couldn't play basketball no more. Cause like my knee. You like, but play, you're black, uh, dude. You can't play basketball. No, nah, it's weird. Oh, yeah. this, is, this is leads to a conversation <laughs> we had earlier yeah. off Don't the air. But, but yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So I had growing pains, and like by the time I get the court, like my body was just so uncoordinated because I was used to being that height. Mm-hmm. I was so used to jumping. I started. And height. how tall are you for our Tanakas? Our right now, I'm, I'm one. Oh, I'm yeah. like 188. Then, then, Six two six three, but so I started getting into like MCing super hard. But this was back in like 2000, 2001. So like, I grew up like being one of the only black faces around in my schools and stuff. So of course like skating and stuff, I got into that type of music. So like, I started listening, like I started listening, um Limp Biscuit, but I didn't like Fred Durst. But I liked DJ Lethal, so I was always in the turntablism as well. But then I got heavy into Linkin Park, and I started writing my own rhymes. 
and writing rhymes heavy. Then I got into like back like backpack hip hop. So like I got into trap called Quest and all that stuff. Yep. So the first time I, I I heard someone explain to me that like you know a popular rapper like, had a ghost rider, I was like, what the hell? Can I was you like, do that? I was like, you can do that? Yeah, <laughs> like, yo, that's like, cheating. The, the, like, <laughs> like if you listen to like Rick Ross, right? Yeah. Rick Ross has one of the strongest catalogs in hip hop. Yeah. Album after album is technically good. Yeah. It sounds good. What but the sound? era that I come from, you couldn't just say that you were a drug kingpin and, and not, not be a one. drug kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> now he has legitimatized his boss persona by being successful and making money. He kind of faked yeah. it till he made it. And that's dope. But at the same time, there's something that it's speaks like a, to me about Rick Ross that just makes me say, Nah, B. And he ripped his name from another dude anyway. Like, Rick Ross used, used to be dude. the popo. He yeah. used to be the police. Like, he used a to be a correctional officer. officer. And he's like, I'm a drug dealer. Like, you're the it, opposite of that. What, what part of the game is that? What? Yeah. I mean, I thought that was the game, though. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. No, the Rick Ross was like an actual what, drug what, dealer. When you say that, AJ, what he do you mean? That was so, the game. So, for example, like, if you look at artists like Andy Warhol, Andy Warhol pretended like he was a celebrity just to, you know, you know, real talk, brand itself, just to brand itself. Fake you know what I mean? So, it. faking it to make it, but isn't that the game? You know what I mean? He's part of like popular, you know, hip hop right now, right? He's mainstream, Look, right? Actually, so, didn't Andy Warhol kind of, you know, popularize pop art? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's, right. That's a that's a big that that's the point I was gonna yeah, make after you you made this. It's, it's it's pop art, and I don't think that hip hop music actually needs to straddle those same those same lines and those same values. But I think inherently hip hop music is more authentic than a lot of other different forms of art. No, okay. I mean it, it is it's like you know, I'm just this is a vital statement. But it's also facts. what you it's also what you're faking until you make it. For example, like if you look at MC like an artist like Drake who like you know like didn't he didn't get a lot of play coming up, you know what I mean? But he like he had this persona like yo, I'm a ladies man, I'm this I'm this and that, like almost similar to LL Cool J back in the eighties. That's mm. totally fine to fake, you know what I mean? Be like, yo, I get so much play, you know what I'm saying? Like ladies love me. You're not really hurting nobody. And then when you get that money, guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna get that play. But if you're like, yo, you know what? I'm a cop, but I've got about selling drugs and shooting people. It's like, wait, no, hold up. <laughs> like, or come if on, you're, fam. Like, or if come you're on. Drake, and then, you know, in the beginning, you're like, you, you know, I'm a ladies' man. And then you're like, nah, I'm like a gangster. Five years later, yeah, you're like talking about the rhythms and ting tings <laughs> yeah. and things like you're that. You're like, I'm a rude boy, bad man, murderer. You're yeah. like, oh, mate, you're from Toronto. Like, yeah. chill, fam. <laughs> like, chill. <laughs> you under Grazi. I mean, yeah, I, I just, you know, for me, um, hip hop is very powerful and transformative, man. I just feel like rap music is kind of indivisible from the politics of the damned and the more of the of western culture and it, it literally is a vehicle for such concerns that's not to say that rap music all needs to be conscious uh, a vehicle yeah. for those concerns is like the breaks these are the breaks yeah. a vehicle for those concerns is like nwa and that's what like authentic gangster rap in that scene used to be uh, bone thugs and harmony were talking about the first of the month because that's when those checks was coming mm -hmm. in and and like we've kind of taken all of this struggle out of rap in the mainstream and we popularize it to be some type of rampant misogynist drug culture debauchery yeah, 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 thing yeah, 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 that i don't yeah, think yeah. necessarily yeah. speaks to the people yeah, yeah, but what right. it does speak to is party culture which is very important i suppose it speaks to party culture and that's where my distinction between art and 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 come on like like the commodification of hip hop comes into play. That's where that's where my distinction comes in. Because the people who make those songs that chart don't struggle no more. Well, that's that's kind of I don't know, mate. Like uh, with pop, like not pop, like party culture now. I feel like it's funny because 
like back in the past, like when MCs were like actually out in the streets and like struggling and doing things, and they would put that on records, and that was them telling their truths. And then after a while, everyone wanted to buy that style to make that their truth, even though they didn't have it. But they were struggling in different ways. So now, like, like with like the younger, like, generation right now, like you know your little yachts and like you know your um your drums and your little Uzi vets. Like they were struggling before they came out. Like Ray Shmoda, they were struggling. Yeah. They're poor shit. But the all from the get go, they're like, we're partying, we're partying, we're partying. It's also we're gonna party. Like, struggle is different now. Yeah. Um, for for all cultures, like even, eat, like even the way that we access music, like the regionality of your sound, it no longer needs to be like fixed in something. So yeah. you can just like what Drake does. When I was saying earlier that he gentrifies sound, like. He's not from the UK. He's not from the Caribbean. He's not even from the South. But he takes those sounds, he mm. gentrifies them, and popularize them as a sound that other people hear and say, "This is great, good music. Yeah. Let me just do that." And it that that is a gentrification Dude, of. He of, right. He steals like, so many waves, bro. It, it, you know, <laughs> and it's not to say that the music is bad. I just don't feel it a lot of times. The, it doesn't I, speak to me. And I, I like a lot of the people that I listen to. I need to have something that I can identify with outside of those like simple tick marks. Like I'll give I mean? him this yeah, though. Yeah. Like you he might I mean? ride other styles and stuff. But at least I try to bring up people that are in that scene. Because like I'm a massive Skepta fan. I remember Skepta back when he was like about some dance party bullshit. Like when he had that trap in 2008 with the whole bad boy era. It's like, that's why they call me a bad Skepta's boy. been doing it that long? Dude, Skepta's Damn. been making music for ages. Right, but like, um, yeah. so like overnight, Skepta became gully. Like overnight. Like he went away for like a year or two and he's like, yeah, you know, and it's safe in the streets. I'm like, damn, nigga, I thought you were a bad boy. Like, what happened, bro? Like, what happened, B? He's like, that's not me. That's when he started changing. He's like, oh, I love these hoes. And I'm like, what? I thought you did. Like, that was what your last song was about. Yeah. Like, you loving yeah. these hoes. Like, I thought, okay. Oh, so but that's not like, me was him talking to himself. That's when he just changed. Yeah. And the thing is like, so like when Drake started like riding that whole like London like grime scene. At least he like you know brought like BBK the whole like boy but no collective along with him. Mm. And so like everyone who knows grime knows that like you know you got Skepta, you got your um, you got you got your JME Skepta's brother, and you also got your um. I can't think of the name your Wileys and all that. I like got Wiley them. and those guys. I've been yeah. listening to grime since kind of popped too. But it's all like you know Drake is kind of like a vehicle to get them more exposure mm. across the Atlantic. But the joke that we said earlier, is, he rapes but he saves, was about that. Like yeah. he takes from the culture, but he also kind I'm of. Still, I'm still really people. uncomfortable with that. Is it because of Bill Cosby? Because y'all were giving me the gas face when I was talking about pedophiles earlier, but now all of a sudden it's cool to talk about date rape. The show is not sponsored by Drake raping. But the thing is, I think Drake gets away with it because he is from Toronto. I feel like if he was an American MC, people would be like, nah, B. Because, like, in the States, right, Nick, you know, the States has a history of it being so, like, localized to where you're from. Like, you couldn't be an MC, you couldn't be an MC from NY, spitting like you were from LA. I feel like that's changed. It has like, changed. Po- case in point, uh, ASAP Mob. True. French Montana. True. 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 That, that True. one, too. Yeah, but, so like, he's, he's I feel half, like that's changed. Uh, half, music, like, like um, you know. 37.5%? Oh, 37.5. Yeah. <laughs> I miss, but I that's miss about Drake, though. Like, Drake. He gets the best of both worlds. To a certain extent. Fucking, yeah. Like he's half white, half black, so he becomes more worldly. But we still so think it's more accepted ball. for him to do shit like that. True. But I think his, him being Canadian gives him a lot of cred, though, because like, there's no way an American and also, yeah, around Canadian around being as well. like, yo, you know, I'm a bad man. I'm going to have these things, things, things. People are like, mate, you're like black American. Yeah. Like, Doesn't Nicki Minaj do that whole yeah, but weird that's, voice but, but shit? The thing is, she did it as a character. 
So that was her. Jamaican? That's how she did it, though. And she's so from people Trinidad. think that Drake is authentic when he's doing these things. I'm not sure. Nah. You have to ask. Drake's I, I don't know because yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> on the way. Yeah, yeah, I think sure. people are. It's because the way he's doing it. I know yeah. Toronto's very international city with a huge Caribbean. Yeah, because like, yeah, they right, do. They right. do. No, yeah. Even even like uh, you know the French Canadians like they speak like a patois when they speak yeah. English, so it sounds kind of like that. Like the black culture, Yo, you know what I mean? the, right? the black yeah, culture yeah. outside the states is mostly Caribbean or like Afrikaans. I mean, right. not Afrikaans, like Africana. So like, niggas don't exist in America. Like Negroes. I mean, once you cross the border, it's like people I'm from, are from America. No, I mean yes. like I mean like the Negroes. Yes. That's a byproduct of the transatlantic slave trade with not Americana. When, when like, I when I go to a black barbecue out here, they're not playing you know Bob Marley or like uh, mm. Fela Kuti. They're definitely playing they Lil John from yeah. two thousand one. Or, uh, but then when you cross to other <laughs> countries, like if you go to Europe, if you Is go that to you DJ that shit, AJ, what you doing, bro? Depending on where I'm at, depending on where I'm at, depending on where I'm at, I probably dropped the tune Yo, as an artist, you steal. To a certain extent, that, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. And like, as the internet has connected everyone, you do what you want. Either you steal the whatever you, steal you vibe the art, with, there, there's like, like how to put it that's, out. That's just today, man. That's today. Like the power of thought. Look at people fucking. have been biting from biters who have been biting from biters. Like that's just yeah, the way yeah, yeah. The but the power of thought is just like but, you do what you do. But you know, but like there, look at Rick there's, Ross. There's different ways of look there's how. different ways of accomplishing that, and sometimes it's sometimes it's it's almost like a homage to things, and and sometimes it's straight up raping somebody else's designs. Yeah, yeah. And taking taking it without any of your own personal creativity being a component. Well, there are so. ways to bite and do it and be authentic. For example, like I really like the um. I guess the manager with like visual arts and and like sonic soundscape arts. For example, I'm working with this young lady from Toronto right now named Emily Omara, and like I, she had a painting that she did like a couple of years back, and I liked it. I was like, yo, that shit's hot. I want it for my EP cover. So I actually was like, yo, can I like like buy this off you? You know what I mean? So like I kind of bit her style for that. That's for the visuals. That's not, I don't do. That's not biting. Well, that is an artistic collaboration. It's collaboration, right? but it started from me trying to bite. I was like, I'm but still, you that start shit. borrowing from yeah. concepts, or and like, you make it your own. You make it who you yeah. are. Like if no I see my people's, I see like, my people's doing blogs and stuff, or like they get like their album reviewed, like my people's uh, like, and like you know certain blogs where we feature this shit. I'm like, how can I get on that blog? How can that's I? An that's an interesting point. That's an interesting point that's being made. I mean, like, to to what degree is something? Too McDonaldized. To some, to, to what degree is something too much fast food that is just mass produced and packaged for you using uh, a focus group that says what's good and what's bad? And I think maybe that's where the distinction lies. Is if if you're making art, then you just make it. If you are making something to reach a lot of people, then you have to take into consideration the psychological elements that come into play and what is hip and what is dope. And then when you're when you when you lean too closely to a focus group telling you that the secret sauce needs to be like a little bit, you know, sweeter, yeah. that's when the art is compromised. Maybe. Mm. When the art becomes compromised when people who are not artists start to affect your art maybe maybe that maybe that's where it comes, no, comes that's that, that's i don't know you keep saying mcdonald's why do you keep saying McDonald's? I'm trying because to mcdonald's because, because he misses McDonald's, the quarter pounder i, I eat mcdonald's yeah, all the time Japan because anymore. it's it's it's, it's fast food and it's not gourmet and it's just it's you just the, get it the on ingredients, the go the ingredients the ingredients are not good you good on the go the so, ingredients are shitty is what i'm saying because when i you just went to murder right you went to go to his studio right yeah yeah the I way he Murakami. produces artwork is fast food 
he get other people to paint his large scale paintings and they just put it in the show. I got the He pictures. don't do that by hand every. So it, when you get to a certain level and it becomes McDonald's, it, does that take? Yo, the that's no, the but same, I'm that's talking. The same I'm, not, thing. I'm talking about the ingredients though. The ingredients. When you get chicken nuggets from McDonald's, you're not getting chicken. You're getting a paste so that is saying, made right. into a chicken. So nugget. you're saying since he mixed up all this musical genre, it becomes shit. To no, you. I'm saying that the ingredients, the ingredients yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. are are what are the problem. What what is problematic about about the food that you're eating? Well, it's the like ingredients some, the ingredients and the intentions behind it as well. Because like McDonald's, specifically speaking about McDonald's, that's mass produced for mass consumption. So people are looking at ways to cut corners and for efficiency. So if you look at certain amounts of pop music, for example, let's take it back to like the teeny bopper phase of like the late 90s or early 2000s. You know, I'm, I'm, I grew up in Orlando, Florida at that point. And like we had a lot of like Lou Perlman's, a lot of boy bands coming out. And they all sounded the fucking same. Speaking <laughs> like, of pedophile. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he weren't a pedophile. He was just like a, a giant scammer. Mm-hmm. But like, um, so example, like, you know, Backstreet Boys and Sync, both from Orlando, Florida. And those both took off. And then they're like, you know what? Yo, this formula works. You know what it's time to do? You got your LFOs. You had your O-Towns. You had 98 your degrees. 98 Degreeses. And then you had your this single and girl. And you know, all of those poppers. people that were in those groups were talented people. Yeah, but they just had the wrong... I guess it, it, when 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 the when the person comes in when that component comes in to mass produce the same to, shit to use that focus group maybe that's where the issue comes in. Yeah, and I, th- I don't I don't have the answers, man. And I'm not about to say that what Little Yachty is doing is not art. Back to I'm Lil not Yachty. about to say he's not making <laughs> art. Well, you're like, I, I just don't. You no, know, but like, everything has been said before. It's like philosophy. Whatever yeah. you say, everything has been said. So we got to find different ways to kind of change it up because. Well, what you have already, you can't keep planning. Yeah. You gotta keep yeah, mixing that's why we're up having innovation. But he'll be the first to tell you he's not an artist that much, though. Like he'll just like I'm focusing on my band, my brand, and my business. So like he might have a style about him, but like he'll be the first to tell you, as he told Joe Budden, that his main priority is his brand and his business and making money. So yeah. like let's say country pop rap comes out. Maybe he might. Who's to say he wouldn't jump on that? Be like, ooh, time for this shit too. <laughs> down, 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 down. Yeah, it's and, all business. And, 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 and a lot of and a lot of those cats, a lot of those cats jump around and hop on that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. Weird, weird to say. So, so <laughs> let's see. What are you? What are your thoughts on on the the state of mainstream music right now? Same as it's always been. It's always like this. Every generation is the same thing, isn't it? Like in the '90s, people were like, "Oh, this music." Sucks. I think it's gotten 80s. worse. Well, everyone thinks that. But the thing is, I think the thing that makes it a bit worse now is the social media role in consumption. But also, like you know, if you have a MacBook, you're pretty much an EDM producer right there. But I mean, like, I don't know, right? Like every generation is like the '70s. That music was garbage. People were hating on Jackson Five when they first came out, and the old, not the old, the Olsen, so whatever. Where was it? Donny Osmond, the Osmond kids, whatever. The '80s came around. You know, people hating on. Um, Menudo. Menudo. People were also hating on Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam, all that new stuff. People were hating on hip hop hard. 90s came out, people were like, oh, fucking new kids on the blood, what is this bullshit? You know, at the end of the decade, they're like, oh, pop music sucks. So hate, now. Hate, 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 hate. Yeah. So, like, now we're like, pop culture is just a representation of, at that moment in time, what the youth is interested in, because they're the ones who are buying it. So it's always going to be kind of looked down upon. And, I mean, that. Just the truth, man. Like, there's nothing. Like, I'm not on either side of that because I can agree. I understand what people are saying, like, yo, that's bullshit. But I understand why a 12-year-old girl might like One Direction. 
Because you're 12. <laughs> she ain't my, got nothing my, else my point on to. my point on why I think it's it's worse now is because I feel like the mainstream artists are getting fucked worse now. Oh yeah, for sure. That, that's kind of yeah, like yeah. ever since. In what sense? Because no one's paying for music anymore. Deals in, yeah. in the way they're yeah. playing. I, and I and I like artists like Chance the Rapper who are going fully independent. To me, that's dope. And maybe maybe it's wrong for me to say that it's worse now because it does seem to be you know independent artists are coming up. Lil Yachty was a SoundCloud artist a year ago. Yeah. Now he's signed with what Capital. I, I don't he know. He's got his QC group, yeah. and then he's with Capital. Who knows how his deal is working out? But what I would like is it for these artists to be able to actually make their artwork uncompromised by the whims of some dude in the suit behind the scenes. Yeah. What do you think, AJ? At the same time, though, you know what I mean. You always need that guidance. It's people, even though they are in the suit and they controlling what you put out. Cause I just got on a, a record label actually as a DJ, and, um, nice. and it's some it's some older guys Congrats. who kind of hit the applause button. Goddamn, they, they put me on, put me on. It's a it's yeah. an indie label. It's, a, it's an indie label. Shout out to Inga Company. Hey, shout out to Inga Company, based out of New York. Um, That's great, and, man. And it's not a big you know, label like you know Capital or you know Rockefeller or nothing like that, but it's like. It's guys who got a brand and they 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 not bringing in garbage or they bringing in you know. People who understand music as far as on the large quality wise, like just a large variety of music, you know what I mean? So as far as though, going back to your question, media, like they give you classics though. Popular music give you classics. Like it's always it's timeless. So even though it's like, you know, it's 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 not really digging in like the the, the subject of music, it's it speaks to a time in the past. Exactly, right. and that brings out classic because all the little Johnny Eastside boys when that was popping yeah. back in the end. I don't like, like it, Nelly, it was, but <laughs> if you play Nelly track, I'm like, oh, oh, right, right now, that's, that's what photography does. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It gives you a feeling, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it may be mainstream for the mass, maybe McDonald's, but it still gives you, a, you know, a feeling. Art, right? So, no doubt, no doubt. I feel you 100. Um, percent I think I think it's safe to say that art, like. There's hella art, like like anything anything that is musical could be art. Even that here comes that boy. Oh shit, what up with the frog on the unicycle? That shit is hella art, baby. It hasn't you got to that's be. That's a that's a whole other subject, man. Art, like though. like memes, it doesn't have to be good to be art. Yeah. It doesn't like have to be good to be art. Are memes art? Are they it doesn't pop have to be culture? Good to be. Yeah, they are. They're Drake, both. They're Drake, both art and pop culture. Drake, you know, kind of you know, uh, co-opting meme culture and making his videos or. His online persona as a meme, taking advantage of he's people's doing perception too? of him. Yeah. I think Drake is very self-aware of how he's perceived. Oh yeah, definitely, man. That, that yeah. dude is watching everything. How so, many raves is Drake gonna steal? Sorry. Say that again. Nothing. nothing. No, please. <laughs> say, say, say I it. love when shots are fired. Please shoot shots. <laughs> oh my god. Shoot it. Shoot it. Yeah, yeah I'm still hey. trying to come up. So, so uh, but yo, AJ. <laughs> speaking of the come up, AJ, can you talk about you know? Getting signed, or how you got into DJing, and how you finessed all of that. Okay, so DJing, wow. I actually started DJing in high school, like in senior year in high school. That's when I first started picking up some like a mixer that I had. And um, college just started getting a little bit more serious. I actually started getting paid for it in college. Then when I got here, the situation I was in, the people that was in, in front of me, they was all around music and DJing, so I had no choice. It was just kind of organic how I got back into it. And then um, thinking like a businessman and as an artist, that's so important. That's cre- you know, creative people. You got to have both. You got to be right-branded and left-branded. You know what I mean? To a certain extent, you got to sell your product. So thinking as a businessman, I reached out and um, 
I'm, I'm really playing Future Beats. That's a genre now called Future Beats. You know, that's the selection. Katriana in there. You know what I mean? That's the vibe I'm going with right beats, now. Man. Yeah. Yeah. No um, doubt. No doubt. So, uh, you know, Law of Attraction, you know, I attracted my, my, myself to someone and then we, they put me on and I'm part of the collective and good company. So, yo, that's how we company. linked up too, man. Law of Attraction. We just. Yeah, that falls into place. I'm glad is, to hear you being successful. Baby. Your boy just looks too good to. over here, man. Just over no, here. No, I'm attracting. not successful. Oh, no, I was talking about me. That was basically talking about me. Shining. Shining. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just, I'm not successful. <laughs> hey, this cat, right, AJ? I'm not Nah, 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 nah. Y'all didn't see this, the cactus on the shirt, you know baby? Saying, you fresh. You just fresh. sticking I'm, to everything. I'm cool with everybody in Tokyo but this man. Nah, it's a reoccurring theme that I always have to hit on me. Yo, what about you, Nayo? Um, well, the thing is, I um, I just started, I just wrapped up the project. I was working on the new project, The Ocean and I, because I mentioned earlier I used to be an MC and I used to like produce and rap over all my songs. Hey, spit a sixteen real quick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, after a while, like you know, I, I think I got tired of writing lyrics all the time, and I wanted to challenge myself and just try to produce like tracks and songs that would move people without me having to write lyrics on them. So I just finished the first EP, and like right now I'm, I'm in the market of like trying to ship it on, try to get some press, mm. and like you know ship it to little indie blogs, and you know maybe ship it to some labels and see what I can do, and just start playing shows. But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. So it's hard to get your art out, man. It is so hard, and I agree with AJ. So you have to be right brain and left brain, and I'm just so like right brain. I'm just so like. It's so difficult for artists to kind of access that component of business because yeah. like you just want to do the art. And yeah. then you have to and just let someone else handle it. Yeah, yeah, money. that's the hardest part. But the thing about that, they don't teach you that in school. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they don't. I went to school for art. They don't teach you the business side because at the end of the day, it's still a product. Whatever music, whatever you put out, it's a product. And reaching that, it's, it's so much music. There's so much art coming out on a daily basis every second. Some people, music not even getting heard. The first point, you got to get it heard. You know what I mean? Other than the visuals and social media and branding and all of that, you just gotta people gotta at least hear it, not to like you know. So yeah, the business side, man. Yeah. Yo, so where can we uh, where can we check you guys out? Like, shout out your uh, social media, the shows you guys do or whatever. Well, actually, um, I'm gonna I actually have all the websites and stuff like done right now, but there's no no product on it just yet because I just got the masters back today, waiting on the final artwork. But if you just type in um go to Google, you just Google the ocean and I, and like the ocean is in um brackets or what is it print, not parentheses was it it is parentheses those brackets the hard or the ones, ones or the no the, the, the round ones what was those? parentheses, parentheses. Yeah, parentheses. Yeah. so the ocean I, yeah yeah so in parentheses the ocean and i but only the is in parentheses okay and then i'm gonna probably um once i get the album work back i'll just start uploading the soundcloud and then shipping stuff about but yeah what's your soundcloud so it's gonna be the ocean and i <laughs> soundcloud oh, okay yeah so if you type in the ocean and i you can you can get stuff and then once i have the artwork and stuff finalized i'll send you guys the links for it please do please do our our website's gonna launch this month okay this month Safe. Or we've next. been saying that for three months. We just, <laughs> we, be, we be getting too yeah. drunk or something. But, but the fake website's news, launching this yeah. month. Yeah. This month, we're going to get it off. Because we only hey. meet when we do the podcast. Yeah, so we're always like, uh, <laughs> it's busy, man. It's busy. AJ, yeah. what about you, baby? Where you at? Yeah, you uh, were saying you, you got mixes online? Yeah, my SoundCloud is AJ Daughtry. Everything I have, social media, Facebook, AJ yo, Daughtry. Yo, sorry, can you spell, spell that? that, please? <laughs> I got you, AJ, dog. then Daughtry is daughter with a Y. So if you know how to spell daughter... 
Yeah, yeah, there you Yo, go. AJ dot or Y. Y'all niggas learn some English out here, man. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Are you are you doing shows? I thought I thought I saw some some shows that you had posted yeah, up. Yeah, um, you, you I had, did a dosing show recently. Yeah, right? recently and I fucked with them. Shinjuku, I do too, man. They got yeah. shout out to forward Stefan thinking and music, Colum, man. Forward thinking music. That was in um yeah hey. Shinjuku. Hey. Yeah, man. Um, Yo, it's hard to hear over the music sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm about to make a move uh, out of Tokyo. Right. Are you leaving? Where you going? No. I don't know wherever the universe takes me. You know what I mean? That's what he's back about, though. Commit. I he's respect that. That's the hardest part about living in Japan. Yeah, if you visa, see anybody step in, just make sure to... But yeah, though, but I'm but I'm uh with Inca Company, I'm dropping a um because you know I do visual arts as well. I'm a visual artist and DJ. That's true. Trying to you know, you know express myself those ways. Um, so when I with Inca Company, uh, I'm dropping all. I did some collages. I used vintage Japanese vinyls and I made collages out of the vinyl covers. So I'm gonna show that probably somewhere um soon, and then I'm gonna have my mix, my debut mix with them with that. So. AJ Dolce, everything. AJ everything. I like it, man. That sounds dope. Everything both of you, both of you guys everything. seem like you guys are heading in the right direction, man. We really yeah. want to thank you guys Yo, for rocking with us you, today. Thank you, bro. Thank you, thank, thank you. It's a good time, much. and I think yeah, I think we uh, we had we had some interesting points to make and, and cover some interesting ground, yeah. man. Conversations so, outside of the radio must be, you know, talking no about. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, we, we haven't been doing this for long. You guys are episode eight for us, and uh, we hope to have you guys back on in the future. Is it eight? When you guys are doing, yeah, it's yeah, episode eight. eight. When you guys are doing projects, hit us up, man. We want to get, we want to promote your shit. If you guys got shows, yeah, no doubt. We try to, we try to do that for, um, not just for, for us, but for community. Yeah, 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 community. Because the way we started is that we were finding out we're missing too many shows. So Mm. we have a, we have a segment in our show where we try to post the shows that we know about. But of course, we can't follow all of them. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. so uh, do we have any any shows going on right now, Lake? Yeah, man. Uh, May twenty fifth, Jamiroquai. Man, why do oh, we have Jamiroquai? Five episodes. We talking about Jamiroquai? I don't, I don't mess with Jamiroquai anymore, man. May twenty seventh, DJ Crush's album release party. Yeah, for, uh, I like DJ Crush, man. It's a classic, legendary yeah. DJ. Yeah, man. Uh, Pitbull, May 30th. That's oh, Buddha. No. <laughs> I got an event on the 28th. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speak yeah. Put yeah. it out. Put May it out. I'm bringing a wait list back. For the last time we did a wait list, we did a Hennessy and Stella Moon party. Which was dope as fuck. Dude, we all got two turns Dope though, as bro. fuck. That was the homegirl Jada B's birthday party yeah, also. Man. Oh, damn. I'm yeah. going to go The to next that. guest on the show. Next, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, Sorry. coming out. No doubt. Yeah, so, yeah. so Jada and Saki and I. You, you know Jada? Oh, Saki too. Yo, I'm nice. excited to meet her, man. I never met her before. Yeah, she cool. Jada's coming out too? Yeah, Jada, Saki and I. Would yeah, I got to go. We got to go. Wait list. It's going to be at B Cafe's on. Oh, word. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. We're going to come out. We're going to come out. That's the last time I'm just it's gonna be Sunday. It's gonna be Sunday, May 28th. Five from like 8:30ish to like last train. Just come and chill free okay. time. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I can Yo, do we Sunday. should do I'm that. Doing yeah. a Sunday, this Sunday. Word oh, up. the speakeasy. Yeah. Speakeasy. That already happened, baby. Oh, it already happened. Already happened. happened. <laughs> past news. Past news. Yo, uh, there aren't a lot of shows, man. June 18th, uh, Dimpa Shoujo is gonna be at WWWX. And then, oh, hold on. Somebody's shits didn't show up. Yo, because, uh, hold on, somebody filled time. Wait, there's a I am Tokyo a show. I very think handsome individual. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> I know Jay's probably gonna plug it when she comes on, but there's a Bay Tokyo show. There is a Bay oh, Tokyo. Yeah, May nineteenth. Yeah, it's gonna be tight. Uh, Shory Bradshaw is gonna be performing at that show, who I love. Oh, she was just playing with Selection. Yes, man, I love Shory. 
She's Frag. dope. Her music selection is good, and also just in general, <laughs> I good. might be in love. You like Yuki yeah. Bab, right? You like Yuki Bab too. Oh, yeah, yeah Yuki Bab is yeah. dope too. Right. Shout out to Yuki Bab. You got any shows, AJ? Yo, I gotta, I gotta make some more shows, man. Oh, okay. I'm actually th- thinking about going. I'm about to go to Hong Kong, so. Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. I love Hong Kong. It's gonna be so humid out there. Yeah, y'all been out there? It is. How's Hong Kong? How's the music scene? uh, Yo, I don't know about the music scene, Ah. but I do know that that MTR grimy. (laughs) (laughs) You gonna have Chinese people cutting their fingernails? Oh. uh, I love Hong Kong though, man. It's grimy as fuck. Oh, nah. They have a really good like hard. They the OG though. They OG though. It's more westernized than than uh. Well, maybe. I mean, like, there's more food options. You can get American breakfast out there. Okay. You oh, want right. some pancakes, sausage, yeah. bacon, eggs. I'm talking about some real American breakfast. Yes. Right. Down South Country. That Denny's. They don't the got Denny's. grits, bro. Denny's. They don't got goddamn grits. <laughs> now, Hong Kong's I bet dope. you they do, though. You got to go to Commit for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo. Last last two shows. June 2nd, Just Blaze is going to be at Vision. Just Blaze? DJ. Serious. That's DJ. Dope, though. Probably. Yo, I'm going to go to that. Probably. Are you serious? I'm going to hit up Just Blaze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Trying to get a drop. And, uh... Yo, man, there's one more show. I can't see the date. Nucleus, oh. right? May May 19th? Oh, we're going to be good. July 29th, Feral Monch is also going to be at Vision. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. shit. July when? 29th. I'm going to get tickets to that, man. I got to see Feral. That's one of my all-time favorite MCs. Mm. Word up. No doubt. Hey, thanks for rocking with us, y'all. Um, anything you guys want to get off your chest? Shoot some shots. Who do you hate? Tell me who you hate. I'm still mad at Joe Budden, bro. <laughs> I like Joe, man. I, really I used like to Joe. like Joe Button too, like man. Joe. And we're both from like, cause my mom's side is is from New Jersey, but like, I don't know, man. I'm, I feel like he didn't need to go on the little Yachi that hard. Uh, yeah. Yo, but it, if you listen, a lot of the things he was trying to say, they just came across wrong. Yeah, he had valid points, but just came off like bad vibes. Yeah, he he was definitely feeling something. He was angry. Yeah. He was on his. <laughs> Where, I'm 19. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, that was how I got it. It was bad. I Sound like a lot of hate around. What right happened? Now. Joe Budden every, went on? every every day struggle. It's a show on Complex with yeah. uh, okay. with Joe Budden and DJ Academics, uh-huh. and they had Lil Yachty on there. And, uh, oh, they did it face to face. Oh, yeah. they were. Oh, he shit. was sitting like this, and Joe was like, "You're not really happy." I thought it was Twitter. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, real, real life. Oh, it's, it's like I watch, I watch I everyday struggle five days a week. Okay, I had to stop after yeah. the like, pause, like twenty minutes. <laughs> at a, at a certain point, Joe was like, "I want you to know what a 360 deal is. I want you to know the problems." And then, and then this is the greatest moment of the whole joint. Lil Yachty says, "Yo." Chill. <laughs> He's like, chill. And, and, and I think everybody felt that way. Like, Joe, chill. Well, but where was he coming from? He was coming from, from his heart, though. Well, obviously. you know, what happened was, like, like, obviously they had beef because Joe talks about Lil Yachty being kind of a hype beast, kind of like right. not a part of the culture, doesn't I get represent it. it. And then, like, Lil Yachty had posted, like, a, the, the Lil B diss track against Joe Budden. T-shirts and buttons, shirts and buttons or whatever. And then he pulled it off before the show. So maybe Joe was feeling some kind of way. And Joe just came at him. Like on some, like be honest with me. Is your, is your album cover the product of you or is it a product of your marketing team? What is your answer? Is your product, is your answer a product of you or is it a product of your marketing team? Because Joe, week after week, every day after day, he's on there talking shit about the music, the mainstream music industry, and how they fuck over cats, mm, like Lil Yachty. And that's why when he was like, we was talking to Lil Yachty, he was like, what's your deal like? And then Lil, he's like, are you in a 360? And Lil Yachty's like, I don't know what that is. And Joe was like, how the fuck, who didn't tell you this? And he got really angry and passionate yeah, about Lil Yachty not knowing that segment of 
you know, Lil Yachty came on later and he was like, hey, um, just because I don't know the name 360 deal doesn't mean I don't know my deal. I'm not in a 360. Right, right. I made the money. But, you know, Joe was coming at it as like the big brother yeah, shit. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But yeah, he was yeah, also yeah. being an love. asshole. Like, are you, don't, don't fuck with me. Eye. Don't lie. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you not happy, tell me. Yeah. Be real on the show. This is what I want. And and that was the issue. That, uh, that, and so it caused, Lil Yachty is 10 years old, man. Yeah. You gotta let that little man live. <laughs> 20 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Done, but, yo, done. let's cut the show there. Yo, uh, thanks to Nayo, thanks to AJ, thanks to Kayo, yo. thanks to Steez, thanks to Mega, thanks to Late. Shout out to all the Tanakas. Shout out to Dallinger and Marvell, our yes. members in action today. Yo, this is not information, but uh, this is the outro music. Goodbye, everybody. Peace. Peace. I'm a heavenly super person. Takashi Murakami, you are listening to Mega Ray Show.